preparing for success. Please come to Joshua chapter 1. Preparing for success. Are you there? I said, are you there? Look at verse 1. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Let me read it to you in the New International Version. It says in verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready. The NIV says, get ready. Tell the person beside you, get ready. Now, success is the outcome of consistent actions toward a specific goal. Success is the outcome or the result of consistent actions toward a specific goal. I'm going to repeat it again. Success is the result or the outcome of consistent actions toward a specific goal. Let's look at verse 2. It says, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan. Tell somebody, get ready. Notice that they knew exactly where they were going to cross. So if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur, leader, or even in any sphere, maybe as a father, you've got to have a specific goal. And that is where a lot of people in the body of Christ miss it. I remember watching something um, on TV, like a video biography about Steve Jobs. And I noticed that he lived his life with a sense of mission. His goal was to put, hear me, was to put a computer in every home. And he had that goal as a young man. He had a friend called Steve Wozniak. And he wanted to, Steve Wozniak was the person that designed the first PC. And he wanted to make it available to the world for free. And Steve Jobs, being the entrepreneur that he is, said, no, no, we can sell this stuff. We can, we can make money out of this. And he said, we, we are going to put a computer in every home. And I think they've achieved it to a great extent. Because even your phone functions like a computer. Am I right? He knew exactly what he wanted. Even at an early age, what do you want to achieve with your life? They started with the, the marking touch and they had some challenges. He kept on improving on it. He kept on improving on it. We'll deal with that principle later. But the, the first place I want to look at is what do you want to achieve? He said success is the result of the outcome of consistent actions toward a specific goal. He has given us the iPad. 
now we can carry the computer wherever we go the iPad is a computer see he knew exactly what he wanted do you know exactly what you want to achieve I was watching a video biography of Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook. And while they were talking with him, something struck me. There were some, I think, three young men who came up with a similar idea called Face March, Face March on Harvard, on Harvard campus. And they were to connect the students on campus. Now, Mark Zuckerberg had a similar idea and technically frustrated the other people's own because he was supposed to be the person that was supposed to develop the software for their idea. And he said he had a dream to connect the whole world. He knew exactly what he wanted. Develop Facebook to a particular level. A few Americans were using it before long. Now we, we are... What we're hearing now is that there are about 500 million Facebook users. That is more influential than the American president. Are you aware for Barack Obama to win the election, he had to engage the influence of Facebook? Are you aware that when the Prime Minister of UK, of United Kingdom, of England, David Cameron, when he won, the first person he spoke to was Mark Zuckerberg. And it got my attention. The guy knew exactly what he wanted to achieve. Have you been able to itemize exactly what you want to achieve? Now, China is blocking um, his entry into the Chinese um, cyberspace. Because they don't want his influence to come in there. They're trying to minimize his influence. Think about it. He knew exactly what he wanted. Have you been able, uh, there's something that has been said that the clearer your goal, the greater the possibility of achieving it. The clearer your goal. Have you been able to itemize your goal, what you want to achieve, specifically that this is what I want to achieve with my life? The clearer it is, the greater the possibility. And that's what the Bible tells us in Habakkuk 2 verse 2. It says, write the vision. Write the vision. Make it plain upon tables. Make it plain. Make it clear. Make it clear. Are your goals clear? Are you living with a sense of mission? You know, you talk to the average Christian. Uh, maybe I would try working in this place, or maybe I would try doing that. And I would try, I would try. No sense of mission. They are trying. Mark Zuckerberg didn't try Facebook. Steve Jobs didn't try Apple. He knew exactly what he wanted to do with his life. He said, I've lived with a sense of mission. I don't think he's saved. But he has really helped our world. How are you going to make a difference without a specific goal? I want you to think about it. Because you can't even measure progress. 
You can't even know when you've arrived at your destination. He said, write the vision. Make it plain upon tables that he that read it may run with it. Notice, the guy can only run when the vision is plain, when the vision is clear. The clearer the goal, the stronger your motivation. The clearer the goal. I know exactly what I want to do. The clearer the goal. The clearer the goal. Have you taken time to sit down before the Lord and itemize what do I want to achieve? God said, get ready to cross over this Jordan. They knew exactly where they were going to cross. They knew the, the Jordan is a river. Um, um, the Red Sea. Then he say, okay, which one? Is it the Red Sea or the Jordan? We'll try which way is easier to get to the promised land. No, they knew exactly where they were going. I was surfing the internet and I saw something um, one of these actors in Hollywood wrote and it got my attention. He said, when you have a dream and you are specific enough about that dream, it becomes inevitable. I stole it from him. That quote. It says, when you have a dream and it is specific enough, it becomes inevitable. Bill Gates, in the founding of Microsoft, asked a question that has made him the richest man in the world many times. He loses it and comes back. And this was it. How can we become the software language in every computer in the world? Are you aware that over 70% of the world's computer uses Windows? Specific. The question he asked himself was, how can we become? How can we become the software language in every computer? And he said, okay, we're going to develop Microsoft. We're going to make it cheaper. We're going to make it available. Space consistent actions. We're going to make it cheaper. We're going to make it available. Everybody's going to use um, phones now. So he knows that very soon, the, those big things we use, we might not be able to, to carry computers everywhere the way we want, the way we want but we'll use phones. So now Nokia and Windows got into a partnership. And it's even a Windows phone right now. I want you to go and think about it. Are your goals specific enough to motivate you? Are they specific enough? Or you are writing, by the end of this year, I shall be successful. What is successful? Because the relative term, how would we know you've become successful? So when you leave here, 
take our time and sit down. I was writing certain things of my family and I, specific goals. And I, while writing, sometimes I write my goals um, in present tense, yet it's the future. For instance, I could write, it's like a five-year goal or ten-year goal, and I could say, this is what I have, or this is what I have done. Calling those things that have been understood the way I learned it from God. Because in the Old Testament, when God was writing about the Messiah, he said, for unto us a child is born. The child wasn't born yet, for unto us a son is given. He wasn't given yet. So, I wrote it in the past tense. I remember one I said, I talked about the house I was going to be living in, and I said, I came down the stairs to meet my wife in the kitchen while she was preparing the children for school. This morning, while we're still working, putting things together, and I noticed that I was walking down the stairs. It's your goal specific. It says, write the vision. Write the vision. Have you written it down? There's something they sell us. They say writing crystallizes your thinking. The more specific the goal is, the easier it is to imagine it. The more specific a goal is, the easier it is to imagine it. You've got to be specific. The more specific a goal is, the easier it is to imagine it. My goal was this. Get on NTA every day in 2012. Get on AIT every day in 2012. Get on Gloryland Television every day. We're on Gloryland every day. Now we're about to get on AIT every day. Specific. Specific. And I found out that the more specific your goal is, and you have faith in it, the resources will start coming towards you. And that's just the way it works. The more specific your goal is. Now, a lot of times, people call this mind over matter, and I don't believe it because the scripture works that way. When you are specific, that this is what I want to achieve, you write it down, you know it's for the good of, this is good for God, this is good for man. Something happens. Things begin to favor you. Before long, they're going to see that we are on AIT every day. Before long, we are on NTA every day. And people will be wondering, how come, how, who, who is sponsoring him? He prepared for success. And that's one of the primary things, the other things we're going to look at. One of the primary things, we must know exactly where we want to go. Look at the world we, 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 today, especially for instance, the church world. If you notice it, the churches that are making the most impact 
are the churches that knew exactly where they wanted to go. Pastor Chris says something a lot. He says, we will network the world. We will network the world. And I have one of his messages that he outlined his plans. And I was talking to my wife the other day. I said, I've noticed that everything he said they would do, they have done it. They have a website called Yokos. He said it. He said it. They itemize how they're going to enter into nations. They've done it. What about Winner's Chapel? Every ministry that is specific about what they want to do, specific, they write it down and they articulate this is what we want to achieve. Boy, they just explode. When I got to Yenaguam, people felt this was my graveyard. Well, yeah, if he remained in Benin, something good would have come out of him if he remained in Benin. But he, he, he has gone to Yenegua. And even those who were in Yenegua, pastors that had been in meetings I, I spoke, they were like, I know you're not going to stay in this town for long. I said, I don't intend to. But I have stayed in Yenegua since July 11, 2005 for seven years. And when I look at what God has done with us, and those whom I knew when I just got into town, technically most of them are still where they are. They didn't. They keep on asking me, how do you do it? I know they're going to look at the other aspects on how to, to make money and multiply money. But, but I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I told my people, I said, we are going to impact the culture. We are going to inspire. I told them. And I told them we are going to get on TV. And I told them what our plan is on TV. I said, on TV, this is our goal on radio. To change the world by changing the way people think. And I articulated four specific points. Four cardinal points for being on radio and TV. And we are loved on TV. We are loved on radio. I knew exactly what I want to achieve. See, when you start functioning like this, you become like an arrow in God's hand. You become like an arrow because you're specific. There's a target to hit. We didn't just get on the radio just because we wanted to get on radio. Oh, uh, you know, as a church, we need to get, uh-uh, there was a reason, there was a vision, there was a drive, there was a goal. And we summarized it. We said, to change the world by changing the way people think. You cannot listen to us without having your mentality changed. We get your SMSs. We get calls. 
People even go late at night, past 12, thinking that's the easiest way to get to the pastor, but they don't know me. I'm smarter than that. Praise God. Have you learned anything today? Be specific. Be specific. This is what I want to achieve. Be specific. Go and write it down. And we'll look at the other stage. How you, you, you need to, and let me not get into that, but just be specific. Let's take one at a time. Be specific. Go and sit down. Articulate it. Write it down in such a way. Describe your future in such a way that you can see it. In such a way that you can see it. Five years from now. Describe your five years from now in a way that you can see it. Went to pay for GLTV. And the marketing manager said, the, the GM would like to see you. So we went in there. And GM stood up when I came into his office. Began to thank me for the impact I'm making on television. That was when we went just once a week. And he said, your next programs, your next two programs, we are going to give you four free slots to advertise your programs. For your next two programs, we're going to give you slots that are times for free. Why? I'm a sharpshooter. So when we're going to have a program now, they're going to, it will be on for free while everyone else is paying. What is the difference? Because they have a specific goal, have a specific vision that's making a difference in their lives. So when you leave here, Sit down. Come up with your own personal mission statement. Come up with it. What am I going to do with my life? That in the next hundred years, I can be remembered. You can't forget Steve Jobs. You can't. If Jesus died as a hundred years from now, when they're teaching our children, they'll tell them, Steve Jobs discovered the iPad. What contribution are you going to leave with us? That when you leave here, history will talk about you. I would have shared with you some definite plans we have articulated for the future of our nation. I thank God for what the great men of God are doing, their plans, and I thank God for it. But these men are going old. Are you aware? The future belongs to those who prepare for it. Father, I thank you for your word this morning. I trust that you stayed up the hearts of your people to get ready for success receive the praise and glory for the beginning of a new season preparing and positioning your people for the prosperity that you have ahead for us we thank you father for your holy spirit that guides our thinking enlightens our hearts and minds to function and to flow in line with your plan for our lives 
We ask that the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of God mantles everyone's mind today. In the name of Jesus, that they will be able to articulate for themselves. Yes, where you want them to go with their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we honor you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Praise God. I said praise God. Did you learn anything today? So please go and do that. The future belongs to those who prepare for it. That statement I heard it in 1994. And it was one of the fiery statements burnt into my consciousness that made me what I am today. Praise God.